in your corner, saving one investor at a time, working for clients, not companies, all while bully-proofing portfolios, totally committed to sharing academic truths about investing, always representing Main Street and not Wall Street. It's your Sound Money team, and this is the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. Hello, and welcome to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm Barry Parnell, and we are a registered investment advisory firm, and we're independent, and we have a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. So what that means, folks, is we're going to work for you as clients, not companies. Now, our sound money process goes something like this. When you come in for a visit, there's no meter running. Leave your checkbook at home and your wallet and your purse. We'll meet on a complimentary basis as many times as necessary to fully analyze your situation and complete a personalized income plan. Now, for your convenience, we have multiple locations, Milford, Blue Ash, Westchester, and across the river in Florence, Kentucky. And imagine this, you're going to meet one or all three of the guys you make a connection with over the weeks, months, and years. We can help you roll out that company plan like a 401k, 403b into a, either a IRA or a Roth. It's tax neutral. If you're not on with your company, probably your money shouldn't be either. Give us a call, 513-575-9654. Visit our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Shoot us over an email. We'll answer every single one. Greg might even have a couple today, but team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. All right. Thank you, Barry. Today, we're going to discuss conversion strategies you should consider. Now, understanding these different strategies uh, will help you take advantage of even perhaps a down market. Could be a good time to consider conversions of tax-deferred money over. You know, many people, well, they believe a very common myth or a misconception, and it can play a role, maybe even a major role in the retirement. The myth deals with an IRA, a pre-tax company plan like a 401k that rolls to an IRA, or the 401k or 403bs or TSAs, other tax-deferred accounts you might have accumulated. Well, let's say that you have an account balance in your IRA or your 401k of $500,000, or maybe you have a million dollars. You know, add some zeros, take zeros away. A truth is a truth. But as you're working and continuing to pump more money into that account and those types of accounts, you might start thinking, well, that nest egg, that looks like a whole bunch of money. You're looking at like a whole number. And, you know, the ways that you might use it in retirement come to mind as you're kind of dreaming about that future opportunity to spend some of that, that big money. Well, whether that's going to be for income, you know, month to month as cash flow goes, retirement's about cash flow, or maybe you're going to buy a home, second home, uh, do something for the family, uh, prepare, you know, future legacy, whatever your mindset might be, you know, living benefits or after death benefits whatever it might be, you believe that account balance of yours that you see on statements and that amount of money is all money you're going to be able to use in retirement. Well, unfortunately, that's just not the case. And that's where this myth comes into play. Remember, those accounts that are tax deferred, you still have to pay the income taxes on that account. The taxes haven't been paid yet, right? You took tax credits along the way. It was pre-tax money put into those accounts. So you haven't paid the taxes yet. So what if your balance is $500,000 and you're in a 25% tax bracket or, or carrying a 25% tax liability on income in a given year? Well, if that is your average tax liability and you have a balance of 500000 that means you can use 75% of your IRA or 375000 not 500000 See, that other 25% or $125,000 
it's not really yours. Uncle Sam. That's right. It's still what you have to be paying some time in taxes. That's just a simple illustration. But look how impactful it is. And these tax-deferred savings vehicles, well, they they become the forefront, the mainstay and the main play for retirement planning today. It's not that they're bad, right? I mean, because they're, they're a great vehicle to help build a nest egg in deferral and tax deferral for retirement. And but all the while, maybe, just maybe, we ought to work together on some different strategies that can help your money work more tax efficiently for you in retirement. So today, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some of the conversion strategies where you can convert your tax deferred assets to assets with tax free growth. Now, those are those are the pros to doing this as well as you know, there'll be some cons. We'll step through several of these as we go throughout the show. But we want to make sure you understand both the pros and the cons before deciding if you should do something like this and if it might be a benefit to you. And there are, as always, each week we have some thought-provoking questions to kind of tie down the concept for today's show. Barry, give us a couple of these uh, questions. Well, a couple of them. What is a conversion strategy and how could it benefit me in retirement? How about how can conversion strategies help me with the SECURE Act that was recently passed? What are some of the downsides? We're going to get into pros and cons of the money from a traditional IRA or Roth IRA or possibly an IUL, Index Universal Life. And how about who should we speak to when deciding to convert a strategy? That's true. And, you know, when it comes to the use of certain life products, sometimes people kind of quiver and recoil when they hear life insurance. But it's true. If you're 10 years or more out away from retirement, it's, um, it's a solid product concept to look at. You have Roth conversions. You have... Um, uh, using after-tax money to build your savings so that you only pay taxes on the gains as you go. You've already paid taxes on the principal. Um, you know, the Roths, you're limited on how much you can put in unless it's through a company plan. You have higher con annual contribution opportunities to build up tax-free, forever tax-free money. And then with this, uh, well, universal life insurance approach, what you do in that is you're basically paying a premium. You're overpaying premium to build up cash value inside the bucket of that life insurance account. So there's enough for the annual premium to pay for the death benefit and enough to build up cash that grows tax free. Okay. Tax deferred and tax free. There's limits on how this works. There are illustrations that have to be meticulously put together because you're limited on how much you can put in without turning it into a less tax favorable account. But the bottom line there is, at retirement, you can take loans from this account tax-free, added as cash flow to your retirement, along with pension, and along with a pension if you have one, uh, Social Security, your other investable assets. And altogether, you have a good retirement cash flow with a much lower tax bill. And you might be thinking, did you just say take a loan out for retirement? Well, no, it's kind of being your own bank. You're taking cash from an account that's yours. You're taking it at a certain rate, a certain amount, so you don't kill off the account during your lifetime. Well, what about how the loan gets paid? You might be wondering, well, the death benefit pays any outstanding loans at death and any residual left pays to your beneficiaries tax-free. So when Barry mentioned, how does an index universal life policy work? Well, there's just one idea and we're using it for a retirement targeted purpose though. See, you can really get a lot going together for your benefit when you're working with someone that works for you, not doing things just uh, to you, doing them with you and for you. And that's what we do as financial fiduciaries. We put your interests first. We're holistic. We're like the Mayo Clinic of Financial Services here. At Brown Financial Advisors, we do investments, insurance, estate planning, tax planning preparation, investment management, income planning, 
full board comprehensive financial planning, because it all needs to roll up into an overall plan. We help you with long-term care concerns, Medicare and healthcare, you know, medical healthcare gaps if you retire before 65 and aren't old enough for um, Medicare. You know, it all works together or it doesn't. And if you're just dealing with a, um, a one-legged horse approach or, you know, with a brokerage firm or an insurance agent, you're missing out because you need it all working together. And, you know, it's not about the best 1% or so each year in returns. You know, we do quite well with investment management, if, you know, I do say so. We, you know, we, we're in the hunt with great returns in portfolios throughout and right in the hunt with, you know, when the market's down, we want you to be less down. And when it's up, we want you to be more up and all the good stuff. But, folks, don't miss the exponential, just the ability to bring it all together as, as one big picture. The synergy is irreplaceable. You might make half percent better here or there one year, but how much did you waste in taxes or what kind of kinds of bad tax decisions or financial planning did you do that cost you tens of thousands of dollars while you're still celebrating at the water cooler with the folks over your half a percent gain over your buddy next to you on your 401k or your IRA or some trades you're doing yourself? Be careful. It's the whole picture we have to keep our eyes on. And of which today we're looking at the conversion strategy side of making your money more tax friendly through tax liberation. So, you know, even though today's topic is, is one that no pre-retiree or retiree should take lightly, it, it revolves around taxes. And that's why I'm glad that we have tax advisory, tax preparation in our firm to help with investment decisions, the investment team, and as an advisory team, having advisors working for the whole financial plan with each component being addressed. So there's an old saying that mentions there are only two certainties in life, death and taxes. Well, just maybe not in that order, right? So people are living longer today than ever, and there's a light. There is a light that to that certainty, a little light, and that we can help with some of the certainty of taxes. We can help reduce it. And even though you're going to have to deal with taxes throughout your whole life, no one says you can't Get down to paying just your fair share. I mean, please pay your taxes, but don't tip Uncle Sam too. So if you're retired or thinking about retiring in the next five to 10 years, there may be some strategies that you can utilize to help you mitigate and reduce some of those taxes. You could potentially be paying a lot less in the future on purpose, by the way, too. If you're retired or thinking about retiring in the next five to 10 years, there may be some strategies that you can utilize to help mitigate or reduce some of those taxes. You know, you could potentially reduce what you're paying unnecessarily in the future. But there's more. And we'll continue with this subject of conversion strategies to consider. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show right here on 55KRC, the talk station. Opinions expressed are solely those of Brown Financial Advisors and should not be interpreted as specific advice. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified investment advisors prior to implementation. Market-based investments involve risk and past performance is no guarantee of future results. Insurance-based investments offer guarantees based upon the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. All insurance, tax, and mortgage services are offered through Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors. LLC. Brown Financial Advisors and Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors are affiliated companies and may only transact business in those states in which registered or were otherwise legally permitted. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show, Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm Barry Parnell. And folks, we are an independent advisory firm and we have a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. So we're not captive to a mothership. We're going to look at all the different angles and possibilities. We're going to work for you as clients. 
not companies. Now, we're going to meet with you as many times as necessary on a complimentary basis to finalize and analyze your situation and complete a personalized income plan. And we do have multiple locations. Milford's our home office, Blue Edge, Westchester, and Florence, Kentucky. We can help you with that 401k, 403b, some kind of company plan. Roll it out if it's available. Uh, if you're no longer with the company, probably your money shouldn't be either. Uh, even if you are with the company and over 59 and a half, a lot of companies will allow you to do an in-service rollover. We can help you with that. Give us a call, 513-575-9654. Website is brownfinancialadvisors.com. Send us over an email at team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Greg? Well, today we're continuing to discuss conversion strategies you should consider and understanding different tax strategies to take advantage of. And maybe even when markets go down a bit, it's even better time to take some of that tax deferred, never been taxed already money and get it over to more tax friendly buckets of your future money. Okay. Now, if you're out there and listening and are in a situation where you're on a furlough or because this current environment we find ourselves in, you've been laid off or you've been let go, your position's been eliminated, you know, on an involuntary basis. You're with a large organization that's making mass layoffs or cuts. If you're in transition, please contact us at 513-575-9654, 575-9654. We will help you. We will analyze anyone who wants to come in anytime. It is, as Barry mentioned, it's complimentary. What we'll do is the first appointment is all about you and your information. Uh, what are your goals, ambitions, needs, some of your dreams and intentions with your money? When do you plan on retiring? What are your sources of income in retirement? What are your current sources and savings and, and what are you contributing? What we'll do is that we'll look and analyze all of those current investments, whatever they are, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, annuities. If you have variable annuities, please come see us. They're loaded with costs that you aren't even aware of in all likelihood. All that will be a drag factor when you need it most in retirement. And what we will do next is we'll pivot and in the second appointment, we'll share everything, all the findings, all the analysis. We'll share all the recommendations we have for you and we won't hold anything back. We want to show you the value. You invest some time in us. We invest time with you and it will include Roth conversion strategies, tax efficient solutions and how to get your investments more tax friendly or tax free. It'll include helping you look over your shoulder, making 401k decisions on how to invest you know, if most of your investments are still 401k and you can't get them out to an IRA yet, we will help you wherever you are. And what will be the result? You'll have a full comprehensive financial plan, an income plan. You'll have the analysis of your investments. We'll look at Social Security maximization or pension uh, maximizations. Or if you have a pension that you're needing some help on decision making with a lump sum or uh, monthly payments, all that we can help. Um, you're looking at uh, long term care concerns. You know, one in two people basically uh, between age 65 and death will end up in a nursing home setting and they'll be needing to fund that stay. What is your plan for a potential nursing home stay? Okay. All of these things will work together well throughout your retirement or one or more can sink your ship in retirement. We don't want that to happen to you. So please do give us a call if you're in any of those situations or you'd just like to have some investment management with a real investment and management team that's a holistic team that are fiduciaries working for you and not, not you know, it's Main Street. We're all in Main Street here. And then there's Wall Street. Don't let Wall Street take you down, <laughs> well, the primrose path. So in transitioning here back to our conversion strategies to consider, Barry, go ahead and and uh, 
take us through some thoughts. Well, uh, to be clear, Greg, uh, these strategies that we're going to be talking about, uh, it's not for everyone. Uh, there's no one size fit all. Everybody's a little different, at least. Some are a lot different. So it's going to be based on you and your situation. We can take advantage of tax qualified accounts like IRAs, 401ks, and, and 403Bs. But let's say you're going to retire with a pension, Social Security, and very little money in qualified accounts. Well, in that case, then the strategies we're going to discuss is probably not going to be a fit for you. But let's say you do have a 401k through work or an IRA that you set up years ago and you built up a good sum of money. In that case, depending on, of course, other factors in your personal situation, some of these strategies might be exactly what you're looking for. So we encourage you to give us a call at 513-575-9654, and we can help you as we get through this, right? Well, it's highly encouraged that you, um, as you listen through these concepts, that you seek the guidance of a qualified financial and tax professional, uh, which is someone and people just like us. You'll be in good hands here uh, prior to implementing any of these strategies. So some of the conversion strategies, as mentioned earlier, qualified account balances, such as an IRA, 401k, 403bs, TSAs, any company plan through work. Well, it can be deceiving. So you're likely pumping money into these accounts each year and every year while you're working and you receive statements that show the balance continuing to grow, you know, between your adding contributions, them matching and hopefully some market based growth too. you see that number just grow well, over a 30 to 40 year span. The growth is probably going to be significant and eventually you'll get to the point where you feel comfortable enough that you might retire with that nest egg that you've built. But do not do not let that number on your statements fool you. They are tax-deferred accounts, so you don't pay taxes until when? You start drawing the money out. So once you start drawing that money out from the qualified accounts of these types, typically after age 59 and a half to avoid any penalties, you know, you still you, you pay the taxes, but you, you don't have an early distribution issue if you wait till 59 and a half, so you don't have to pay a 10% like a, a surtax or a penalty. Now, when you're going to, if you're not somewhere between 59 and a half and 70 and a half or 72, see, if you're already in retirement and you're already past 70 and, and a half, say prior to January 1st, you had to take required minimum distributions out, which was treated as income and fully taxable, unless you gave up to $100,000 to a charity, you can offset some of that taxation. But you may or may not be aware, as a reminder, that as of January this year, the required minimum distribution age was moved forward to age 72. So for many listeners here today, you won't have to take money out of your IRAs or tax deferred accounts until 72. That doesn't mean that you can live without them. You might the day you retire need to start taking money from these resources. And again, unless you do something differently, every penny will be taxable income when you make these distributions. So you may be asking yourself, is there a way to reduce the amount of taxes paid throughout retirement? And the simple answer is yes. There are a few strategies you can use to help lessen the tax liability through your, all your retirement years. And now we're just going to briefly touch on two of these. All right, let's uh, start with the Roth conversion. A Roth conversion is taking a portion or perhaps the entire balance of a qualified account, like a traditional IRA, and moving it into a Roth IRA, i.e. converting. You will, however, owe taxes on the money you convert, but you will then be able to take tax-free withdrawals from your Roth IRA sometime in the future. It's never going to be taxed again on the growth. How much you convert in any given year is very much a tax discussion, which, since we have a tax department and tax professionals, we can help you with. 
So tax rates now are lower than they have been and likely will be in the future. But some potential landmines include tripping into higher tax rates for ordinary income and capital gains income, increased taxation on Social Security benefits, and increased Medicare premiums. It's also important to note that there is a five-year, let's say a seasoning period, a holding period on withdrawals of your money in a Roth IRA. So if you're considering a Roth conversion, you want to make sure you won't need that money that you convert or withdraw within the next five-year period to avoid penalties. So that's Roth conversion. And as Barry mentioned, watching the tax perspective on that's important because we try to do first approach is fill in the gap. Try to take you to a point where you don't go to the next tax bracket, but you take the additional money over, convert it, pay taxes, get it to a Roth on any money that you have before that you can take as income before you go to the next tax bracket. And if you're okay with the next bracket up, then we just do the same. We just take enough additional uh, money, convert it. It's taxable, taxable income, but not take you past the next bracket. So to control those taxes. Now, it'll cost you more dollars, but it may not necessarily cost you a larger percentage of taxes. So we are going to continue with the conversion strategies when we return. I think we'll pick up with the, the tax-free use of an index universal life strategy. So don't miss that. And do give us a call. Our office number is 513-575-9654, 575-9654. And when we return, conversion strategies to consider. You're listening to Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors right here on 55KRC. The talk station. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm Barry Parnell. Folks, we are a registered investment advisory firm, and we're independent and have a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. So we're going to work for you as clients, not companies. And when we meet, whether it takes two times, three times, four times, we're going to meet on a complimentary basis so we get a good handle on your particular situation and create a plan uh, as such. Now, we have multiple locations, Milford, Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence, Kentucky. You're going to meet one or all three of the guys you make a connection with over the weeks, months, or years. We can help you roll over that company plan, like a 401k, 403b. If you're no longer with a company and it's available to roll over, we can help you do that. Even if you are with the company and you're over 59 and a half, many companies will allow you to do what's called an in-service rollover. Take control of it before you even retire. We're not going to value you based on the size of your wallet or purse. So give us a call, 513 575-9654. Website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Shoot us over an email or answer every single one. Team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. All right. Well, we just covered Roth conversion, you know, taking those tax deferred accounts, converting them to a Roth so it can grow tax-free and all of the benefits there would be tax-free to beneficiaries and heirs. And we do that, as mentioned, by um, filling in the gap first approach is to only take so much over and convert it that would create taxable income up to your current bracket, maximizing whatever gap you have between current income and the amount of income to take you to the next bracket. And if you're comfortable, go to the next bracket too, and then do this on an assessed or valued basis each year. We could put together a five or 10 year conversion strategy for you. If you just come on in, it's complimentary. And um, this and many of the other strategies we would uh, most certainly share with you and uh, share all the recommendations we have for your situation because each situation is uh, at least slightly different, if not totally unique. Now, this second strategy we'll share today 
Index Universal Life Strategy. Index Universal Life Insurance, also referred to as IUL, it's another strategy to help potentially save on taxes throughout your retirement years. Like any type of life insurance, you should have a need for a death benefit, okay, and an insurable interest, and, um, and an IUL provides an income tax-free payout to beneficiaries upon the death of the insured. Okay, the owner of the account may or may not be the insured. Generally, the owner and the insured are the same, but the payout is not going to be to the insured, right? It's going to pay out upon death, a death benefit that's tax-free to beneficiaries, okay? Now, the difference between IULs compared to term life insurance, well, they're, they're designed to build cash value that goes up over time as premiums are paid. Term, you pay a, a flat rate, you get a straight death benefit. It's for a time frame. You pay that premium for a certain period of time, and then it completely goes away, or it starts getting so expensive you get washed out. But it's for a term, and it doesn't build cash value. You're only paying dollars to buy a resulting death benefit, Okay. Now, interest credits inside this index universal life, however, where the premiums can be designed to build up a large internal cash value that becomes an investable resource that can safely be invested over time, the excess cash from premiums builds up, and interest credits are paid on that policy's cash value and can be paid on the basis of linkage to the stock market indexes, such as the Dow, the S&P, or NASDAQ. So in this, this money inside this bucket, it's linked to the upside of these indices. They move up, your cash value moves up with interest credits being posted. You're not in the market, you're, you're indirectly linked to the market to get a form of interest credits rather than like market growth. And also worth noting, you're not exposed to any risk of the market because you're not in the market, okay? Some of these uh, limits on how much the upside you might say, do you get with none of the downside? Well, many of the current policies are allowing for 10% or more of the upside each year with no participation in downside. Zero is your hero. A lot like an index annuity, but even richer because there's a tax-free outcome and there's a tax-free access to loans to take cash out to use as cash flow in retirement. The cash flow is not directly invested in the market or an index. Remember that. The index is just a measuring device to determine the interest crediting rates on the cash value account that you'll receive interest credits on. So now we want to go over a few pros and cons potentially using this strategy. The pro growth potential, one of the most significant advantages of this IUL is the potential for healthy gains in cash value. Now these policies, they have more cash value growth potential than other life insurance products, such as universal life or whole life, or again, fixed index annuities are life products too. So it has better growth potential than any of those. The policyholders also get the benefit of crediting of a crediting floor. Typically, this would mean that there's like a 1% minimum, so the cash value is protected against losses. And if the indices don't perform over time, there's a minimum interest crediting process. It's kind of like going to the game shows back in the game show days. And if you, you were know, a contestant didn't do well in the game, they had still a consolation prize for you, right? Waiting at the door. Very similar. Cash value in the IUL. It accumulates tax deferred and the death benefit, like we mentioned before, is tax free to your beneficiaries. Okay, so if it's growing tax deferred, how do you end up getting it on a tax free basis or a tax neutral basis? Well, interesting question. So you can draw income from these policies in form of a loan. Are loans actually taxable income? No, it's more of a debt, not a, you know, it's a debit, not a credit. So that means it's tax free. The cash you take out 
feels like income and cash flow, but it's tax-free because it's a loan. So think tax-free retirement. It's important to note that policy loans and withdrawals will reduce the available cash value remaining and reduce the death benefit and could potentially cause the policy to lapse or affect guarantees. We wouldn't let that happen. We would continue to illustrate folks how much you can take and should take very systematically and smoothly as an additional check in your retirement cash flow strategy on a monthly basis so that it wouldn't collapse the policy. But then, okay, you're probably wondering, well, how does the loan get paid? Remember earlier I mentioned everyone's going to die, right? You may not win the lottery, but you're going to, you're going to, we're all going to assign men once to die, then the judgment. Well, when you die, this policy's death benefit pays the loans and any residual amounts left tax-free to your beneficiaries and heirs. Also, pro-long-term care and other living benefits are in them. Many IULs and life insurance policies have a benefit that can assist with the cost of long-term care in form of chronic or critical illness riders. So it's money you can get in advance towards those needs without dying. So there's some living benefits. They're typically in form of accelerated death benefits. If you have a like one year to live or um, you know a bad diagnosis from the doctor or can give access again to some of the cash as an advance for long-term care needs. So there's a long-term care uh, provision, if you will, without having to go to get separate long-term care insurance. So just some things to consider. Now there are cons to this. Limited gains. You won't get all the stock market gains. You'll get capped to some percentage. For example, the first 10% of the upside with none of the downside. So you wouldn't get anything above that. You could call that a con. I like the fact you get that much and don't go backwards. That's just me. Uh, risk factor. It's with any product linked to equities and IUL is not risk-free. There's potential that the interest crediting won't produce because the, the market indices may not. So you might only get the minimum interest at the end of time. Illustrations will show you best years, worst years, current tenure year periods, history, history of the product. Um, so there's a lot of good information to help base your decision making. But hey, if those markets did poorly and you got a minimum interest in this account, just think what your actual market investments might have been doing or not doing or how much money you might have lost in the market. And this one won't lose the money. It zeroes the hero. The only cost that's missing out of this is for the cost of insurance for that death benefit. And then, of course, any money that you withdraw. Now, uh, fees and cost. Fees are typically front-loaded, built into a kind of a complex crediting rate of calculations. It can be confusing. That's why we clearly illustrate them. Because there is there are internal costs to the insurance and costs of managing those investment funds within, okay, all by the company. Okay, that's not something paid to us as fees for advisors. It's a commission product through an insurance component of our business. The other division, Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors. Uh, we just sometimes, as a financial advisor, we'll look at these as tools and solutions to recommend for your plan, but aren't taking ongoing management fees from them. So the fees and costs are tied to the internals of administrative expense, premium charge for the insurance, other insurance costs, uh, surrender charge if you if you uh, terminate the product prematurely, because they're having to make promises long term. So there is a term to it. But um, just like any financial product, there are fees tied to them, and we fully disclose that. So now we understand the basics of Roth conversion IUL strategy. We want to explain why now in particular may be a great time to consider one of these opportunities. And Barry, uh, go ahead with some of these. Yeah, like converting while the market's low, uh, though none of us really have a crystal ball. And, and market timing has been proven over time doesn't work. But history has shown that the market will go up after a crash. We just saw it last three months, even if it takes a couple months or perhaps even years. Now, if you convert your qualified money to a Roth or IUL while the market is low, you will, in effect, uh, convert 
at bargain rates, i.e. less taxes. It will be a lesser amount that you're converting, and in turn, as I said, taxes will be less up front. Similarly to the uh, old saying when you're buying and selling stocks, buy low, Greg, and sell high. Well, when the market is low, it's a great time to convert. Very true. And Barry, we're going to go over some other reasons it might be a great time to do this and more as we further discuss the uh, tax conversion, tax-free, tax-saving, tax-friendly strategies you should know more about. And we'll do that. Oh, by the way, if you have questions, give us a call, 513-575-9654, 575-9654, or contact our office uh, via email. It's team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Well, we'll continue with conversion strategies. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show right here with Brown Financial Advisors on 55KRC. Detox Station. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm Barry Parnell. We are an independent advisory firm with a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. So we're going to work for you as clients and not companies. And everything's complimentary to make sure you know exactly what kind of plan and, and fees and everything that's going to go on now and through your retirement. We have multiple locations for your convenience, Melford, Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence, Kentucky, as always, we can help you roll out that 401k, 403b, and take control of it. If you're no longer with a company, perhaps your money should be the 513-575-9654. Visit our website at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Shoot us over an email, team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Great. Where were we? Okay. Some conversion strategies to consider. You're going through some of the reasons why now might be a good time to implement some of the strategies, including the Roth conversion. And that was, hey, anytime you see a low in the market or while the market's low, what you're basically doing and what we can do for you, for our clients, we can take accounts as invested. Uh, well, we can take the IRA, journalize the investments over to a Roth. So you don't have to actually sell the investments. Keep that in mind. And while they're lower, the taxable amount will be on that lower market value of those holdings. And that's going to be the basis of your tax bill based on your tax bracket. So why do that? Well, because as the market moves up, you got you paid a lower tax because you had less money at the time you converted, but you still hold the same positions that uh, one would hope rebound. And sooner is always better, right? It'd be great. But that that's why uh, timing can be a good time when the market's low. Current low tax rates. Well, tax rates are likely to go up. So if they're if they don't look low to you now please consider the history and backdrop of the history of taxation and know that they're relatively low. I know all taxes are too high all the time, forever and always. No, that's just not true. Now, in 2017, a married couple finally joined with a taxable income of $240,000. They were in the 33% tax bracket. Now, thanks to the Trump Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, uh, well, it's actually Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Trump was just added there. But that same couple is now in the 24% tax bracket. So, you know, that's, that's a 9% savings. That's about a 30% savings just by doing something in this current environment than waiting when the taxes may likely go up as they were previously. So when markets are low, well, taxes are low. So this act, by the way, that keeps these uh, rates lower now is set to expire at the end of 2025 unless Congress acts. So it might not be a bad assumption to think that tax rates will rise and possibly significantly come 2026. 
And the recent $2 trillion CARES Act, which is now much more than that, if you're watching that debt clock, and our current deficit suggests taxes will, well, they'll just have to go up. Uh, they only can tax people with money, and if you're listening, you're probably one of them. Now, Defense Against the, the Secure Act, one of the many changes that took place in the Secure Act was accelerating the income tax on non-spousal inherited IRAs. There are some exceptions within 10 years. Used to be RMD over your lifetime. Now it's 10 years. For example, let's say a person inherits a million dollars. It's a non-spousal and the owner died in 2020. They now have to draw all the money completely down within a 10 year period. In other words, they have to draw out an average of $100,000 a year, not counting growth, mind you, uh, from this account, uh, which will very likely bump up their tax bracket. Now, you could wait all the way till the end and pull it out. That's probably not something that we're going to typically uh, recommend because of the tax bracket situation. If you do, you know, this can be avoided somewhat by doing a Roth conversion or a IUL strategy, Greg. Yes. And, um, well, Barry, reasons not to do a conversion now. The main reason not to do a Roth conversion or IUL strategy is the upfront taxes that you'll pay on your qualified accounts. For some people, they just can't shake the, the you know, getting a checkbook out and writing big checks for big tax bills. Even if they know that the outcome would be favorable, just some people just can't palate that, they can't stomach that. We understand that. But, you know, so it's a reason you might not do it. It will increase your taxable income. It could potentially bump you up in the next tax bracket, depending on what you make and how you plan on drawing monies out. Uh, we know in addition to current taxes, conversions can potentially have additional tax consequences, uh, including uh, additional tax withholding, loss of certain tax deductions and credits, higher taxes on your Social Security benefits, and even higher Medicare premiums. So it's generally preferred that you have the funds to pay the taxes due upon conversion from outside your IRA, your non-IRA type monies, checking, savings, you know, money in your mattress, whatever the case, joint non-IRA or individual non-IRA investment accounts just outside of the account that you're converting. So this is why you need to have uh, a strategy. You need to make it strategic as you approach these decisions and understand and work with someone that will look at all the consequences and be able to do what ifs in an illustration form to show you how you should cut that carpet, how you should navigate and weave all the way through productively. Now, another reason you may uh, want to or not want to do a conversion if you suspect the market will be down for a while or it might be going down soon. If you're anticipating that, you might give it a little time to wait. You know, that's in a way market timing. We're not advocates of market timing. Um, we believe it's a good time to be invested uh, over the course of the rest of your forever. Um, we're not worried about the next 20 minutes or 20 days or, or 20 weeks or 20 months. Okay, and you shouldn't be either as a market-based investor. But we do know over 10, 15, 20 years, markets and capital markets expand, they grow, and they help you hedge inflation. And if you're at the right risk tolerance and the right mix of investments, and you're in a plan with us, you're going to do well over long periods of time. You just need to be reminded, coached, uh, and have a plan. Stay on plan. Stay on plan. And it works very successfully. And this is just another area to complement your overall planning on how to reduce unnecessary taxes is all we're doing here today. So it's important to make sure the money that you're doing all this with is not money you need also in the immediate future. Now, you'd think that's just common sense, but people do the wrong things for the wrong reasons, sometimes get surprised by the outcome, including owing a big tax bill they didn't plan on, and it ends up zapping some of their liquidity to the point where they need more money 
and they end up having to go get more money out of the darn IRA, which comes with another tax bill. So careful. We can do this well. We can do it right, but we need to do it together. Final reason you may not want to do this conversion is because it's an irrevocable decision. Used to be you could reverse the decision by October 15th of the following year. Not anymore. A couple of years back, Congress pulled that right out of the fabric. And you, it is, it's one and done. You do this, you're getting the tax bill. You cannot undo it. So once the conversion takes place, you cannot undo this decision. You cannot recharacterize conversions anymore. You know, bottom line, folks, uh, you need to speak to your advisor and a tax professional. And fortunately for you, we have both under the same roof. So please come see us. Then before you make any decision regarding a potential Roth conversion or, or purchasing an IUL, IUL product, you should speak as I said, to both your advisor and a tax professional about the real details of what's going to go on. It's also very important to point out that with an IUL, just like any other life insurance, you need to qualify medically and in some cases financially to get accepted to move forward with the policy. Those who cannot qualify medically are, are more likely going to do a Roth conversion. But again, this is a very important decision that you should not take lightly. So we will help you examine your total situation to see if it's appropriate for you. Now, Barry, we did have an email about, is there some way to combine these concepts into one product? Okay. That's an email from John. It wasn't all that specific. I'm assuming he means an insurance product and making a conversion and an account that grows all in one. There is a product by a company, rather large company, well-rated that allows you to fund your IRA inside an index annuity. So you get some of the market gains, none of the downside. Um, you can buy a rider that will step up a guaranteed 5% per year as though you're going to make 5% per year, but it only pays that amount of growth out as a death benefit. And each year, it'll calculate the RMD required to come out of the IRA and throw it over to your non-IRA account. And meanwhile, it'll take a certain amount of money each year out of the IRA side into a Roth internal bucket. So it does an automatic Roth conversion over time. And, and then there's a tax bill triggered that can be paid from the non-qualified bucket. And all the while, the money inside the non-IRA and Roth IRA and IRA buckets in this one vessel, if you will, is going to pay out someday as a death benefit. Okay, only the IRA part will be taxable. And then the Roth will be non-taxable. But the Roth and IRA buckets will have been stepping up 5% per year guaranteed by paying the rider fee. So now if the market indices do better than the rider fee, you get the higher of the interest credits. If it doesn't, you get the 5%. So it's just so many angles to pursue. And we have a lot of answers to questions that you may not even know you have. So come on in and let's just get a second opinion on the health of your wealth. Because you can't get a second opinion from the same person who gave you the first, right? So thank you, Barry. On behalf of Greg Brown, James Ford, and myself, Barry Purnell, thanks for listening today, folks. Have a great week. And remember this, sound money, where good things are believable, achievable, and true for you. And working for clients, not companies. Have a great week. <laughs>